Yeah. <laughs> and when the shit comes, it's an emergency, okay? <laughs> I guess so. Like, it's coming. There's no, nothing that's bad. Man. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Chicagoans have to shit. So <laughs> City of big shoulders and big toilets. That's <laughs> the shoulder of big deuces. All right. It's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So anyways. <clears throat> Happy Labor Day. You working Frank. today? Or Happy Labor Day. No, yeah. I'm always off on Sunday, but I gotta work tomorrow. Oh, of course. On the Labor Day. Okay. On the Labor Day. I'm laboring. Everybody who would need the Labor Day off ends up having to work on Labor Day. And the people who probably don't need that third day weekend, you know, they're the ones like, who get it. It's, 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 my the- it's the same thing with uh, Veterans Day. Every veteran I know has to work every Veterans Day. <laughs> and then because they all like have jobs like me where we have to work. And then it's all these fucking faggots in offices. They never serve their country that are at home like grilling their. Oh, thanks the veterans. Thank the veterans, guys. Did you buy the red, white, and blue cups? Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Because, because you know, America. <laughs> I bet it's all right, man. You don't do it for the thanks. Well, that's right. Yeah, you do it because you're given to the country, right? Do it for the free college. The free college. Which doesn't matter anymore because... Doesn't matter anymore, yeah. <laughs> I should have just voted Democrat. Uh, God damn. <laughs> that's right. It was a wasted three years of my life. Well, hey, man, now that you haven't voted Democrat, you're probably on the kill list or the round them up and send them to the camp list, I imagine. That's what's going to happen now uh, going forward. They are yeah, we're the fire. other. We're the other. Mega, dude, did you catch this freaking speech that Jabroni put on yeah, on Thursday? Dude, like, I, like, you would say like the Nazis, that was like the ultimate fascism, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, the ultimate, right? Yeah, I'll go ultimate. Yeah. Nazis, the Michael yeah. Jordan, if you will, the goat of fascism. Of fascism, absolutely. Hitler. If you look back, there was one group being othered by the people in power, yeah. and then there was one group that was in power. Uh, in in this situation, the mega people are more akin to the Jews than the nazis yeah right they're being held political prisoners for january 6th yeah the jan 6th prisoners absolutely right their leader is being uh the homes being raided by the fbi apparently um folders that had nothing in it according to what i heard recently oh dude i think he trolled the shit out of them i think he called the feds on himself that's what we were saying before and i i think this whole thing was just a it was a purposeful bust to prove that the feds were out to get them. Man. 40 chest. Mm. <laughs> well, Mike, September 1st, uh, that was the speech. It's the famous day for speeches. I don't know if you're familiar uh, with your history on speeches and September 1st, but um, apparently the day before uh, Hitler invaded Poland, he went on TV <laughs> and did this. Uh, don't worry, the translation's coming. <laughs> we interrupt very briefly this talk by Chancellor Hitler to announce that in London, Parliament has been summoned to meet at 6 p.m. in London, which is 1 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time today. Im selben Augenblick sehe ich keine Veranlassung mehr, dass wir auch nur einmal gegeneinander Stellung nehmen wollen. Oh, yeah. I no reason, says Mr. Hitler, why Russia and Germany should have been enemies any longer. Oh, it's an interesting alliance. Okay. Polen hat heute Nacht zum ersten Mal auf unserem eigenen Territorium auch mit bereits regulären Soldaten geschossen. Poland, for the first time this evening, has shot at regular soldiers upon our territory. (laughs) Now on, bomb will be met by bomb. 
All right, that's chilling. I feel like that's, that's a, little... a little chilling. And then we uh, all kind of know what happened over the next, you know, six years, five, six years. It got a little crazy. <laughs> what did Germany and Poland get into a fight? Uh, they had a little tiff. A little, and, uh, <laughs> a little, a little tough on the sand. <laughs> uh, Blitzkrieg. I don't know if anyone's. Uh, yeah, it was. Is that ugly. like a candy bar or something? Literally 24 hours later, it got real ugly, uh, real fast, people. And uh, that was 1939. Yeah. And then the, the next uh, several years, we had what we like to call World War II. Pretty wild stuff. Uh, September 1st. Look, I'm all about symbology and the fact that, like, uh, you know, did you see the red lighting behind Biden when he did this speech, dude? Like, he freaking looked like Hitler, man. It, was, it was weird. And then did you see the left's, like, response to that? No. Dude, they, uh, also, if you're, if you're looking at, like, all the Twitter left people and everything, like, yeah. and the news on the left, they were all like, look at the Fox News. They cropped out the blue to make it look bad. It didn't look any better with the blue wings. No. Not at all. It actually looked even worse. It looked bad. It was bad optics. And then, they're the kings of bad optics, man. It's unbelievable. And then, you know, the media is the best at covering up for them. So if you noticed, like, the next day, if you watch CNN and stuff, they were, like, tuning the the colors of the video. I'm glad you picked that up. On CNN, actually live, they uh, tinted the red into, like, a magenta hue. Super bright. That's why his face was super bright. And they, like, made it look weird. It made him look more evil, like he was glowing with fire. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> they totally fucked this up, man. Dude, do you know this is because of Dark Biden? What is Dark Biden again? I can't remember. I rem- Dude, this is the funniest thing is that nobody knows about Dark Biden except ultra-left nerds on Twitter and shit. Is because- this big lie territory and hello, the former guy? No, yep. dude. Dark Biden was a meme that came out of China like a year ago. Oh, and right. nice. It was uh, Dark Biden. You know, like the Dark Knight? Sure, yeah. So they turned the Dark Knight into the Dark Biden. Okay. And it was him sitting on a, you know, the Game of Thrones? Uh, right. Thro- the, th- yeah. the throne of uh, swords. It was a <laughs> throne of guns. The ones that, you know. All right. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It was so stupid. But anyways, his team is running with that. That this is Dark Biden rising. That's why his polls are going up. Wow. This is him getting. That's why you notice his speeches are getting more like, you know, vengeful and like, you know. I read an interesting article about uh, John Meacham. He's a f- famous historian. He's always trotted out onto CNN and MSNBC during presidential elections, especially. Uh, he got a lot of accolades for Andrew Jackson biography he wrote a few years back. And apparently he's been penning or behind many of Biden's latest speeches. And I think he is one of the main authors of this new dark Biden phase in the speeches. Wow. He's, been getting. he's like the main, like one of the top four writers of these speeches. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. I don't know what they're going for, but I think they just, you're, you are a Carter and they're trying to make you, I guess Hitler's better than Carter. I have no idea. <laughs> Yo, 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 listen, you're gonna be, you're gonna be, you're gonna be like Hitler right up to the invasion. His approval ratings were great up to the invasion. <laughs> God, man, <laughs> this was bad, dude. This was really bad looking, and it sure, sounded yeah. even worse, man. You want to hear a little clippy of the uh, old yeah. Biden speech here? Uh, All right, here we go. Here's uh, Biden. He's going full Hitler on us. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Now, I want to be very clear. Very clear. Your audience isn't even applauding. <laughs> oh, they sound weird and Not out. every Republican, not even the majority of Republicans are MAGA Republicans. Not every Republican embraces their extreme ideology. I know because I've been able to work with these mainstream Republicans. Stop right there. There's no question. Yeah. This is the talking point I left. The majority of Republicans are not mega Republicans. Okay, but in every poll I see, he's the number one contender in the Republican Party. By a lot. Oh, yeah. So it seems to me he's overwhelmingly supported in the Republican Party. (laughs) You know what I mean? For sure, dude. And did you see the... There was a video floating around today 
they both apparently did rallies. Like he, we're clipping from oh, uh, dude, yeah. I, in Pennsylvania and um, Trump's crowd. It's like a freaking rock show, man. Like all you need to Frank, all you need to say is you don't even need to see the video for those that didn't see it. You don't need to see it. All I need to explain to you is Trump was in a stadium. Joe Actually. Biden was in a high school gymnasium. Yes. <laughs> One of them packed the place. One of them didn't. And it's not who you think <laughs> based on size. <laughs> I've got 81 million votes, let me tell you. <laughs> the sitting president can't fill a gymnasium. Yes, a high school gymnasium. It's really bizarre looking. Yeah. The, the two situation side by side like literally trump's you watch this camera trump had more haters <laughs> trump probably had more biden voters in his split <laughs> to protest than and biden had at his thing you know literally it, it's a really strange thing but biden um i mean just from the get-go there he sounds angry and this is kind of the angle i think the left is going for now they're going with this anger tone and it's really off-putting well, yeah, <laughs> they're coming off Hollywood at in their evilness. Like, well, did, this you, is... did you hear how he made them the enemy? Yeah, you are now the enemy. Yes, which of by America. the way, twenty-four hours later, Peter Ducey asked him about this, and he denied saying that they were the enemy. So he's oh, already yeah. he already flip flop on this whole thing the next day. Yeah, they know what <laughs> that picture you'll never get rid of that picture mike to make a meme of it all you have to do is put a hitler mustache on it that's it you've oh, got dude. right there it's unbelievable they, he literally dude the red lighting the two soldiers next to the podium like him clenching his fists and screaming and he, did you like, see the joe rogan post that went around the world no was nobody that? says it better than a, com- a comic he put the picture and above it, it just said, imagine thinking this was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this is what you get with uh, the dude who breastfeeds with two, for two months and the leather-clad uh, dog fella <clears throat> and, you know, these crazy scientists who thinks he's a woman. These are the optics you're going to pull out of this team, man. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I guess. Oh, dude, they thought this was a good idea. Somebody did. <laughs> crazy, dude. Yeah, somebody passed it, and somebody wrote the speech. That's what's so crazy about it. They fucking spent a lot of money on it. They, they hyped it up for a week. It was and about they said it was a non-political soul. speech. I know. It was about saving the soul of America, dude. <laughs> Not political. We're going to save the soul of America by declaring the other party our enemy. Yeah, what, dude? Oh, what? Scary. Hey, I'm telling you, this is Hitler territory. I don't like to throw the Hitler word around, but we're getting a little, little Hitler. It's like here. with the COVID and the lockdowns, you guys tried like fascism 2.0 and it didn't work. So you're like, all right, scrap the New Testament, go back to the old. <laughs> we're going old school on this. <laughs> Red splash on the wall, clench. Yeah. Start yelling, old man. We're going full fascist here, baby. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, guys, I, get, I don't know. Let's get yelled at by an old guy a little bit further here. Here we go. The Republican Party today is dominated, driven, and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans, and that is a threat to this country. These are hard things, but I'm an American president. Not a president of red America, blue America, but of all America. Did you just steal that from Obama? It's my duty. (laughs) My duty to level with you, to tell the truth, no matter how difficult, no matter how painful. He also said duty. And here, (laughs) in my view, is what is true. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. They refuse to accept the results of a free election. And they're working right now, as I speak, in state after state, to give power to decide elections in America to partisans and cronies, empowering election deniers, 
to undermine democracy itself. MAGA forces are determined to take this country backwards. <laughs> MAGA forces. Backwards to an America where there is no right to choose, no right to privacy, no right to contraception, no right to marry who you love. They promote authoritarian leaders and they fan the flames of political violence that are a threat to our personal rights, to the pursuit of justice, to the rule of law, to the very soul of this country. They look at the mob that stormed the United States Capitol on January 6th, brutally attacking law enforcement, not as insurrectionists who placed a dagger at the throat of our democracy, but they look at the patriots and they see their MAGA failure to stop a peaceful transfer of power. How many times are you going to say MAGA? The election. I thought this was not political. It's not political. You just said your opponent's slogan nine times in the speech. Dude, I think Joe's just jealous that he doesn't have a better slogan. He just wishes he could have the MAGA slogan. The b b b Why did Mega take off and then buh, buh, buh? Build back better. <laughs> oh, very creepy about that phrase. Really very creepy. Especially when you and that loser Trudeau and that jackass Macron are all saying it in unison. It's a little creepy. No, the best was uh, uh, Melania Trump. She starts an initiative that's be best. Right? Right. She started an initiative in a country that's her second home, second country. She speaks nine different languages, right? Pick, picked one to do this thing in. You guys made fun of her up and down. And the you best why. you could do was come up with Build Back Better. You just added a B to hers. <laughs> You're way off the mark. Hers was a troll. It was a fat troll because Michelle Obama's initiative for her eight years as uh, first lady was Be Better. <clears throat> Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Melania came in and trolled Obama with the be best, dude. It was a fucking awesome kick-ass troll, and the media couldn't handle it, dude. That's right. could not that's handle right. that this foreigner could come in here and out-troll all of them like that. Seriously. That's why be best is absolutely hilarious. To me, that's not a fair fight, though. You know, obviously, a woman's going to be better at being first lady than a man. <laughs> Big Mike here. <laughs> Poor Big Mike didn't stand a chance. <laughs> he, grew, he grew up swinging axes, not carrying books out his head and learning class, you know? <laughs> That's right. Dude. Dude, Big Mike had a crash course in all those lady mannerisms. <laughs> Big, Big, Big Mike was building uh, go-karts and driving around a dirt track in Africa. You know <laughs> Carrying around Barry whenever he hurt himself, you know. <laughs> well, that's how he—that's how they met. He used to take care of uh, Barry's bullies, you know. That's... <laughs> he was just a nerdy rich kid. <laughs> and he was a little flamboyant. He liked the fellas, so you know, yeah, like, up for him. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair to Barry. I heard he never sucked dick. He just liked having dudes suck his dick. So that's, that's right. He According liked to, to legend. He liked to do blow and get his dick sucked by dudes. So hey, hey, Mike, you know he's he's no different than the other Democrats like Hunter. He loved to smoke a little crack as well. Smoke a little crack, yeah. get a beat from the dude. Yeah, that was Barry's game. That's okay. Yeah. I can't judge, man. Walk him. We got to walk a mile in the man's shoes. I never been senator of Illinois, man. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you just have to. I don't know. <laughs> it's amazing Ugh. that through all of the corruption and all the nonsense we've seen go on, the only person to go to jail for anything really was Rod Blagojevich. That's it. <laughs> for any consequences of any kind. Tragic. He must have not played ball or something. Is that what it was? He didn't diddle the kitties. That yeah, must never went to Epstein kid. Island, huh? Dude, I think if you diddle the kids, you're in, you're in the big club. If you mm. deny it, they they make you pay one way or another. You pay. It's got to be the game, right? Makes sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Biden's speech. I think there's a little more to it, but uh, you know, might be over there. So. 
Yeah, that was a terrible speech. I don't know what they were trying to do. That was a unity, non I mean, nonpartisan speech. You just came out and said half the country is terrorists. Yeah, and, it's really and if you don't vote for Joe Biden, this this country will be fascist. So like how I, fascist is this? If you yeah. don't vote for me, you are an enemy of the state because yeah. we're not fascist. Right. We're anti-fascist. I think. I don't, I don't think you guys understand the words you're using here. I, I don't know. <laughs> I think they fully understand. They're completely twisting language to the maximum degree. To the and yeah. literally, like I said, Joe Biden the next day said, "No, I never said that. I don't know what you're talking about." It's like, dude, we got you on video. Everybody heard you say it. You literally called half the country enemies of the state. And by the way, we're one false flag away from them going around and rounding up people who voted for Trump because they're MAGA, quote unquote, MAGA extremists. Okay. <clears throat> oh, I think it's, no, I think it's going to start with, uh, I think once the, if, if the Republicans don't win the House and the Senate, I think you'll start to see them going after everybody that was at January 6th, not just the people inside. Wow. Because right now they're just going after the people inside. That's right. And the people that were outside that got caught with weapons. Which right. is funny because nobody with a weapon actually went inside. This is true. Yeah. So, and we just got kicked off, I believe. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. We had a good run there. FBI right. is at my door. <laughs> oh, Ray Epps, come on in, fella. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, yeah. It's, I think that's what the what you're gonna see, man. They have to. People I, like people. They're supporters. People like Rob Reiner. They're calling for fucking heads on plaques. You know what I mean? is crazy because i could say the same thing for the their authoritarian level of dictatorship or whatever that uh people like gavin newsom and all the other uh, governors around america you know just uh instilled on america for uh two years with covid shit i mean we could easily go the other way with this i don't see well frank that was an emergency to save your life we had to close your business lock you in your home and uh ruin the economy how can you say that one side is authoritarian or fascist when clearly your side was in, was making people uh, do vaccine passports, health passports? No, dude, didn't you hear? Jobs over the vaccine. Frank, didn't you hear? Fascist governments shut down your business, right? And they, for, they lock you in your home, right? Yeah. That's why, don't you remember the whole pandemic? It was the Republicans... That locked out, that locked down in your cities and shut down, shut locked you in your home, shut down your businesses. You don't remember, Frank? I I don't remember. No, that's funny. I remember it very differently. To be how could you not remember all the teachers' unions and the people, the Democrats? They wanted the kids to go back to school, but the Republicans wouldn't let them. Wow, it was the Republicans. It was the Republicans, Frank. So vote Democrat. Oh man, what was I thinking, dude? Why was I so angry at Democrats? You haven't heard this new, uh, <laughs> the new line? What's the new line? Because I think I have, and I think I have it. <laughs> do you? Mike, come on. Does the production crew ever <laughs> make it oh, Best in the West. And Mike, who else to better explain the new COVID narrative than my <clears> favorite? <throat> you know who it is. Oh, Corinne Jean-Pierre. Oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you said a black, a black lesbian. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to understand. Oh, wee wee! Educational progress has this new testing that shows that nine-year-olds lost ground in both math and reading in pretty dramatic ways as a result of the pandemic. Um, what is the president going to do about it? What is the administration going to do about this severe learning loss? And does the administration shoulder any blame for not pushing schools to reopen sooner? So let's step back to where we were uh, not too long ago when this president walked into this administration, uh, how mismanaged uh, the pandemic, the response to the pandemic was, uh, how 47% of schools uh, were uh, in, in less than six months 
uh, our schools went from 40%, 46% uh, to, to open to nearly all of them being open to full time. That was the work of this president. And that was the work of Democrats, in spite of Republicans not voting for uh, the American Rescue Plan, which $130 went to school to have the ventilation, to be able to uh, uh, have the tutoring and, and the teachers and the being able to hire more teachers. Oh, Frank, keep separating there. We're so stupid. We're so stupid. <laughs> We're so stupid. See, Ron DeSantis opened the schools in Florida, right? That's right, yeah. But that right. just, Frank, he was just an asshole who put his kids in danger. The the Democrats oh. kept the kids at home, but then passed a bill so that they could spend billions of dollars on plastic, on little sheets of plastic around the desks so kids wouldn't catch COVID, and then they could send them back to school while wearing yeah. masks wow that's right but i recall so. um that you know it doesn't stick to surfaces and they disproved that a long time ago so it didn't even matter frank what is this sorcery you're following <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we follow the science the fauci i don't know if you heard of oh. it that's right the yeah. science yes okay yeah. i don't know what sorcery you were talking about <laughs> it, sounded, it sounded like you were following the work of somebody who came up with a hypothesis oh. studied it <laughs> tested it yeah, method. yeah. yeah wow. tested it looked at the data formed a theory wow yeah i like that idea that's a good method i'm into that logical it sounds like the guy you listened to like had, came up with a theory presented it to a bunch of other scientists who then either confirmed it or denied it and then everything was peer reviewed it really sounds fascist to me see the oh. anti-fascist way is to mm. just hire one guy dr fauci and he will dictate not dictate i don't like that word he will decide <laughs> what is and is not science you wow. see wow this is yeah. the anti-fascist method, Frank. Yes, that makes total sense, actually. I'm an idiot. Uh, yeah, you were just really coming close to Nazism. I didn't like it. You're right. Because uh, remember true. Hitler, everything he did was peer-reviewed. and <laughs> You know, I, and I could be wrong on this, but I believe uh, Nazi Germany was one of the first uh, places in the world to uh, legalize abortion. Well, legalize or mandate? Well, uh, there was, yeah, there was the element where they really pushed it. They were into the eugenics aspect of abortion. They were very into abortion, yes. They were also very, very, very much into not into letting the opposition have, have a say. And, uh, you know, I'm seeing some parallels here between <laughs> kind of what we have going on here. Yeah. Silencing the opposition. Arresting they the were very They were very into one race of people, like, being the reason why all of them are oppressed and behind. Wow. Like, the white man has become the Jews wow. of the 30s. I wasn't going that far, but holy cow, I'm in. Yeah, That's we crazy. even support the, the Nazis. I mean, we even supported the wrong dictator. You know what I mean? Like, we are the other, Frank. We are the other. Not only that, they went as far as calling people who didn't get vaccinated plague rats, which was exactly rats was the term used for the Jews. Frank, you're a white man who voted for Trump and didn't take the vaccine. You do not deserve health care. No, I've been you... outed. I... Oh, yeah. Well, me too. Sorry. <laughs> you do not deserve health care, right? Not... Yeah. You shouldn't be allowed into our restaurants. You Absolutely. shouldn't be allowed into our movie theaters. Oh, for sure. I'm diseased. Yeah. I could spread it to grandma. You're another. Yeah. <laughs> you should be dragged through the streets. <laughs> Did you want to hear the funniest like call out that ever happened? Yeah. So I was in this I was at this home and I was working on a to on a toilet. For sure. And there's this little kid, he's like two he's like two, maybe three years old, right? Alright. And uh he's like standing at the door of the bathroom watching me work nice. like while he's staring at me he's talking to his dad who's in the living room you know like asking his dad questions about me but he's like kind of afraid to talk to me you know does that make sense yeah that makes sense you know how like kids are and like a stranger absolutely it's so funny but he just goes like dad what is he doing he's like he's fixing our toilet and then he goes what's his name <laughs> The dad goes, Michael. 
The kid literally, his face lights up, bro. And he finally, like, look, he comes full in the door and he looks at me and he goes, Are you Michael Knowles? <laughs> and, and the, dude, the funniest part was the dad just comes running. You know what I mean? Grabs, grabs the kid, pretends like he doesn't know what the kid is saying. You know what I mean? This Michael Knowles fella. Dude, he literally said Michael knows. <laughs> wow, that's so funny. And, I, and I just, dude, in that moment, I'm looking at the dad. He's looking at me, and it's just you. Speaking of like the other dude, we're at that point in this country where your kid might have just outed you. Right. You know what I mean? And it was like literally like almost a look of terror in this guy's eyes because he didn't know whether I was going to like hate him. Like, is this, we were having a, you know, me and him are like, we're talking, it's a good interaction. You know what I mean? And for sure. He doesn't know if this is about to like spoil everything. I just looked at the kid, you know, eventually I go, no, I wish I was Michael Knowles. And then <laughs> uh, eventually I told the guy like, you know, no, I don't really, I'm not a really huge fan of Michael Knowles. Actually, I don't really like his show, but I, I'm a big fan of The Verdict with him and, and Ted Cruz. Right, great show. And then that's when like, dude, you could just feel the tension in the house release <laughs> when I said Because <laughs> well, you went up the Michael Knowles and dropped a Ted Cruz, that's... Well, then you know, I'm like, well, dude, because it it's in this area of Chicago where like you're kind of surrounded right. by shittiness. Absolutely. Actually, yeah. it's really funny, dude. It's this like little neighborhood of Chicago where it's super religious people, but it's like or Orthodox Jews and like super Muslims, like from the Middle East, like immigrants, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like so funny because they can't agree on anything in the world or who existed in the world for the past 3,000 years. Right. But they're all conservatives who vote Republican. <laughs> and they all watch the Daily Wire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's nice, man. That's very, um, it's almost as if that's what Joe Biden wishes he could do in the Democrats. It's unifying. These are people who, regard, uh, you know, regardless of their religious beliefs or, you know. What well, they're they literally believe. at war with each other for a thousand years across the world. They the agree on the world, conservative yeah. values in as far as, you know, uh, family values, you know, having the nuclear family. And, oh, Frank, um, they have to work in this economy. So we want the economy to be good. We want to be able to send our kids to good schools. Yeah, and we, we want don't to want to get shot. Exactly. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's right on the money, man. And so that's absolutely hilarious. And you're right. The kid outed the dad. And, and the man, look on his face, dude, was like, you could tell he just was so nervous that oh, yeah. this interaction was about to take a turn. You know? It's very um, Orwell-esque. You know, like it very, really, it was like, you know, that movie, you know what it reminded me of that movie equilibrium. <laughs> Good call out. Absolutely. No, dude, it really reminded me of the scene where, uh, is that Keanu, when Keanu Reeves can't find the medicine and then he looks and his kid is standing there. Equilibrium. Isn't that Christian Bale? Oh, Christian Bale. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Christian. Bale. God right. damn. That's why you're the crew. Why I'm here. <laughs> but you know, that scene where he like, they search his house and they don't find anything. Right. And then he goes and his medicines, the medicine's not there, and then the kid has it. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God. Dude, that's literally what it was like. We're like, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's creepy. It's weird where we're, you know, this rhetoric from the White House and Joe Biden's speech of declaring this other group of Americans who are your neighbors. They're pumping gas right next to you. You know, you're, you're buying stuff from them at the store and vice versa. <clears throat> Now they have been declared enemy of the state, potential terrorists, extremists. Yeah. Man. Like it's it's what? scary because I remember like Obama was president. You could find out somebody voted for Mitt Romney. And it was like in 90 seconds, you guys were kind of laughing about Mormonism versus, you know what I mean, versus Christianity and like a way America votes. Yeah. And then you could just really have like an open discussion about why you like Mitt Romney. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. I just, I don't remember people really being, not embarrassed, but like scared. This guy, you know what I mean? Almost like scared that people are going to find out. 
Well, so we're at this weird crossroads now where, you know, enemy of the state, what are they going to do with Trump? You know, if they arrest Trump, man, that could have some wild uh, reverberations through the streets. And maybe that's what they want, right? They want violence. They want false flags. They want whatever to happen. You know, they want an excuse to march those uh, ridiculous goofballs in the khaki pants and white face masks through the streets and cause some violence. You know, they want that to happen. And well, it, it kind of totally goes against your narrative, what you say, that we're the violent extremists when, dude, when you're president, you know, when when uh, when Trump was president, it was your fucking people rioting in the streets and burning the places <laughs> down and defunding the police. Right. And then yeah. now we lost an election and we are openly telling you we do not believe the election. We believe you guys stole the election and still it's peaceful. We're not burning anything down actually it's still you people protesting in the streets yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're actually waiting peacefully for the next election for the, the next vote. election votes i think sure. it's i think that's what's driving them the most nuts yeah. is that there um, is no extremism jan 6th it turns out jan 6th was a fluke oh it turns out jan 6th was stoked entirely by the fbi yeah I'm starting to believe it was. Yeah, it was all FBI. You had me nervous there for a while. The silence. I thought we got cut off by the FBI. I think uh, thought... they had us. <laughs> it's over. I thought I saw a laser dot on my chest. <laughs> That's right. I had to move for a second. <laughs> Jan 6 was entirely, it's no different than the Gretton Witchmer kidnapping plot scheme that ended up being like 10 FBI agents and two doofuses in Michigan. Uh, That's what Jan 6th is. It was a horned guy and the jackass who ran around with the podium and then Ray Epps and a bunch of other undercover uh, FBI agents stoking these morons to go through into the Capitol. And what happened, by the way, when they got into the Capitol, this supreme violent insurrection, they walked in line through a velvet roped area. Taking pictures. Are you kidding me about this whole thing? It's Taking so pictures. ridiculous, man. And, uh... Anyways, uh, welcome to Tangent with Mike and Frank. We're going to get back to... Uh... <laughs> uh, every time, dude, Kareem Jean-Pierre is the worst. Always sends us on the tangent. Because they're constantly trying to change <clears throat> the history. And this is pure Orwell. This is pure 1984. I mean, how are you going to say this when literally the tests are showing red states are doing better? The children in red states are performing better than blue states. Are you going to deny the fact that it was Death Santis for a year and a half? Yeah, I just, because he was open. Good call. Are we just going to forget that? That was a good call. So yeah. which is which is it? Is he Death Santis, or is yeah. he a MAGA insurrectionist? Remember the Forever Purge? <laughs> yes. All right, let's hear these uh, jackasses change the narrative, change history, and Orwell us into oblivion. Here we go. We were in a place where, uh, again, schools were not open. Uh, the economy was shut down. Businesses were shut down. And in what we've seen is, uh, you know, we've seen the numbers, but I think that's what we see. That's how we saw. It, it shows you how mismanaged uh, the pandemic was. <laughs> Uh, and how the impact of that mismanagement had on the ch- on, on kids' progress and academic well-being. And so, again, our priority remains to make sure states and schools and districts are using these funds, that $130 billion. billion uh, this is going to go again to tutoring, to more teachers, real solutions, real solutions to make sure that our kids are getting what they need. And, you know, every Republican Congress voted against that money. That is the reality. We had to do this on our own. And so, uh, you know, we're going to make sure that those funds are directed. Uh, Maybe they just wanted to know what you're going to do with that $160 billion. How is that going to help? Literally. Furthest behind, which is important, and we must repair the damage. There's 50 states, so we're going to send $3 billion to every state. Parted. And this is going to fix the fact that we, we kept your, your kids at home. And I think it amounts to like $1,300 per family. Something like that. It ends up being absolutely. I mean, you guys spend more money on your stupid fucking college loan buyback. Yeah. Or whatever forgiveness bullshit than you did on this. How much are we giving to Ukraine again? I mean, what? <laughs> Dude. And the <laughs> point here, the point is ultimately, 
everything was shut down because of your policies. Do you did you hear what yeah, she was saying? It was saying? all you. You shut it down. It was you guys. Maybe the Republicans didn't vote for it because everybody in their states are fine. That's the point. Everyone was open up and up for business, and people were vacationing to Republican places because they were running things. You didn't have to wear a mask. Yeah, I know. Go out and drink with friends and have a good time. <laughs> you guys don't remember all those vacations you took to Florida? <laughs> There's a reason you went to Florida. <laughs> yeah, the reason you didn't go to Chicago or New York or L.A. Yeah. A huge reason for that. (laughs) California, they postponed their wedding party until this year because I have a good reason to believe they waited for all those freaking restrictions to lift so people could come and have an actual good time. Wow. They didn't do it last summer. California was the shittiest place in the world to be last summer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's where everyone had their weddings, man. No one had weddings in California the last two years. Yeah, that's a good point, man. That's what I, you know, what you notice is like, even still today, like, uh, when you watch like all these like comedy specials or like concerts, they're all from, uh, Red Rocks in Colorado, Tallahassee, Florida, Nashville. (laughs) Yeah. I, I never heard of the Ryman theater. Right. In my life. Right. Suddenly, it's like the Daily Wire's doing everything there. Um, I forgot what comedian, like three comedians in a row did their special there. It was because it was the only thing open during COVID. Jim Brewer was here recently. I was out of town and could not catch him, but he did like a week of shows in Colorado, and only two of them at the end of it were at Comedy Works in Denver. Most of them were down in Colorado Springs, where we have the Air Force. Uh, and he was just playing all these small joints where, uh, I remember him declaring at the beginning of his tour, he was specifically going to places that never instituted vax mandates. Wow. So congratulations to all the places that decided to uh, play ball with the fascist Nazi. uh... (laughs) Dude, I'm telling you, I think think they're doing that here because every time I hear about like a comedian I want to go see, he's not in Chicago. He's in Schaumburg. Yes, they're playing outside of the cities because why would you go back to these places, man? They don't deserve business. That's a good call. If they didn't want your business, they don't deserve it. Exactly. And you're literally going to make people show their papers. I can think of no, I, and I hope we never go near that again. I, you know what I mean? But the Vax passports, that may be one of the most disgusting times in our history and what we lived through. Honestly, that was according to our parents. That was nothing. We're overreacting about that. And they believe this is how I always this is how I get the temperature of the left right here. (laughs) They believe everybody has forgotten about the vaccine mandates and that the bigger issue of today is the Roe v. Wade overreach, because according to the left, right? This is according to the left. Putting in a national law on abortion is not overreach, but taking that law away is huge governmental overreach. Wow. That's what they're saying. It's, this is the most insane government overreach they've seen in their lifetime. By giving the power back to the people in their states, the government is overreaching. Because they don't believe that that's what they did. They believe they're enacting a federal ban on all abortion. That's bizarre. That's clearly a sign of mass manipulation. Absolutely, yeah. Because that, that dude, once well, again... Frank, that's what the anti-fascists do. Not the fascists, the anti-fascists. <laughs> you see the news? Uh, it, you can go on the NIH <laughs> website now. They now recommend ivermectin for treating COVID-19 infection. And uh, there was a peer-reviewed study released this week that uh, agreed that ivermectin is effective 92% of the time to treating COVID-19. It's now agreed... Dude, I don't believe it. Horse dewormer, man. Remember Joe Rogan? Not only that, dude, we are uh, everything like. Frank, I heard from the best experts at CNN, (laughs) uh, Sanjay Gupta, that uh, Joe Rogan took horse medicine. No, that's gone, dude. They now recommend it. And I keep going back to this. I'm obsessed with it. I forever will be. The day that everyone claimed. Trump told them to drink or inject bleach into their body. He never said it. Yet, you could ask 10 people, and probably 7 out of 10 of them will say that he did. 
Yeah, everybody believes it. That it's a bizarre manipulation. Yeah. And you could literally read word for word what the man said, and somehow people still gather in their brain he's saying drink or ingest or inject the bleed. Even if you show them the clip, dude, they will literally look at you and tell you. I don't think that's the same clip. The psychosis isn't. And you're like, you're like, well, okay, we'll Google it. Like, it's the only clip that comes up. Like, oh, they probably deleted the video. So there's two videos of him. One, he's very close to saying it, but it's not really him saying it. Then the other one, he is saying it, and they deleted that. Like, what are you saying to me right now? Right. And who? And who's they? The fucking entire. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody's on the side of the left. Yeah. Who? You know who said it best? And I never thought about it. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh you all you need to know about what side the fbi is on is right. there were no leaks about the hunter biden laptop before the election wow there were tons of leaks about the steel dossier and the <laughs> trump right I that love was that was leaking to the public left and right every chance they got even though half of it was fake that's right i love the dossier steel dossier is one of my all-time favorites that's the best yeah, the piss tape. Come on, we never That's got it. It's funny how they all forgot about the dossier. Like the dossier's gone. Yeah, dude. I, you know, yeah. I, uh, I, I caught a repeat of uh, Bill Maher. Ooh, yeah. And it was like it was the one right after the uh, Mar-a-Lago raid. Wow. And dude, wow. Like, all I can think is like you have all these writers, right? He did this whole bit where like he got a briefcase, and it was like the they got the contents from uh, Trump's <laughs> safe, right? Yeah, they were like, uh, obviously, he's like, oh, it's the P tape, right? <laughs> right. And all I could think is like, this was a perfect opportunity, right? I would have played the P tape, but had it be Donald Trump peeing on like an FBI jacket. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, do something with it to like. The jokes that they were making about it are, it's weird. It's know. weird. They're obsessed. He lives rent-free in their head. Um, you had opportunity to make great jokes about this, to prove that you're nonpartisan. Yeah, Bill Maher's funny with the Trump thing only because before Trump was president, Bill Maher got sued by Trump for claiming Trump's ancestor was an orangutan. And it's a true story, and Bill Maher won the lawsuit. <laughs> and so uh, I believe there is some animosity left over from that whole experience, and that's why Bill Maher goes after Trump so harshly. But uh, what annoys me about Bill is he's sold on that Jan 6th narrative. Oh, 100%. He's all in on that, and he brings it up all the time, and it's really frustrating to listen to because... Yeah. It sounds idiotic when people bring up anything related to January 6th. It, they sound like they live in an alternate reality the rest of us had never lived in, ever. Yeah, you are delusional. That is a delusional thought. To, to have, to there was have an armed insurrection of the Capitol <laughs> that was led by the former president, the outgoing president. We're injecting bleach all over again with Jan 6th. <sighs> That's what I'm saying. Like it, It's crazy. You and I could see Jan 6th. We could be watching the exact same footage. We could see all the evidence throughout this insane committee that they're doing. And you and I will walk away thinking this is nonsense. And Rob Reiner wants to hang uh, Trump in his cabinet. It's like insanity. Uh, everybody that voted for him. That's insanity, man. know how they connect trump to what happened on january 6th number one that makes no sense in of itself we're having a six month two-part multi-seasonal committee to figure out what or to show the americans what happened nobody fucking cares nobody cares crazy it's scary where they're going with it on the left do you guys not see that it's like all right fine you win you just you know what 
we'll just kill everybody that voted for Trump. They're gone. <laughs> wiped that wiped off the earth. Now, now what are you guys going to do? Now you're going to have the AOCs arguing with the Nancy Pelosi's. Oh, God. And now what are you going to do? Okay, get rid of the Nancy Pelosi and everybody that voted for her. Okay, now what? Well, now AOC and Ilhan Omar are going to be, you know what I mean? It's like, dude. Oh, yeah. No, no matter what, people are going to fucking, I, I don't know. That's very scary to just make enemy out of, out of people like that. I'm sensing this grand narrative. It's pretty bizarre. You know, they're now distancing themselves 100% from being the people who instituted the lockdowns or who ruined your lives during COVID. And they're blaming Trump now and the Republicans. And then on top of it, they're doing a 180 and blaming the vaccine on Trump, right? Because now it's going to become obvious that the vaccine is <laughs> yeah. people. So they're blaming it on Trump, right? And, and then on top of it all, they're saying Trump's the Lord master of this insane ultra mega super army of insane individuals are going to storm the capitol and kill everybody and the republicans defunded the police right that's the it new was one. literally your fucking slogan for a year Painted it was it literally <laughs> your slogan for a whole year <laughs> it's amazing they're dumping it in blame i didn't think this was possible i didn't think they could actually pull this off i thought for sure this all of that shit is tattooed to you guys forever that's why everyone left your party Right, we all uh, you, there was a mass exodus of independent voters from the Democrats to the Republicans this year. There was a huge reason why, and I can namely, I, I definitely can say it was COVID restrictions, Black Lives Matter riots in the summer of love, and whatever the fuck you're doing to the kids in the school system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of that needs to go. <laughs> I, I just can't wait till we turn into an ice age and they go on camera like, man. I can't believe you guys were talking about global warming. Fucking oh, idiots. <laughs> Dude, you're right. You know, Al Gore is going to go up there and bash Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Dude, I don't see how they can even do the climate change shit anymore because it literally has been the coolest summer ever. And we're in September now and it's just kind of normal weather. Kind of nice. No, Frank, you know how I have proof climate change is bullshit? I can't wait. Uh, Chicago's very close to the, the southern Italy, you know? Right. Like, Climate-wise. Yeah. But we're not close enough to have a fig tree. Ooh, all right. In order to have the fig tree, you have to bury it in the wintertime. This is a fact, absolutely. You have to bury it, right? But they don't do that in, in Italy, right? That's right. And my thinking was, I'll know climate change is real when I don't have to bury fig trees anymore in Chicago. Wow. Because we've been very close, so close. that Because what brought it up to my attention is uh, somebody gave dad a, it's supposed to be this new fig tree that could last in the Chicago climate. Wow. And Nona said, they've been coming up with these since the 70s. <laughs> right? And that's yeah. what made me think about it. So, like, since the 70s, we've been close enough that people have been trying. And in 50 years, we haven't gotten to the point where you don't even need to try anymore. According to climate change, we should be at the point where, okay, it's so warm, you don't even need it anymore. Right? Uh, yes, you're right on the money. 50 years later, we should be at the point where it's like, yeah. No, 50 years later, we're still right on the brink. It's just too cold. <laughs> <laughs> It's too cold for the fig trees here. That really is amazing. It's unchanged. Because remember, do I remember in uh, 1999, I was in fifth grade at Windsor Elementary. We had to take a field trip to Prospect High School because they, uh, their computer lab got internet. <laughs> right? Yeah. So we went there to do this project on global warming. Wow. You don't remember that? That was like when acid rain was big. That was when the ozone layer was depleting. Very much so remember acid rain. It was one of my favorites. Acid rain. Yeah, <laughs> Nothing scarier, man. And I remember in my report, dude, I like specifically remember, because uh, I remember going home and like arguing with dad about whether or not he would be able to grow his garden. <laughs> because in my report, it said that, you know how like they have the different zones? Yeah. It literally said that uh, it was going to be too hot in Chicago in like 20 years to grow tomatoes. (laughs) 
but, but here we are. We still can't even grow a fig tree without burying it. Wow. Right? But and how that's how it? you know we're on the brink, because you could grow the fig tree. You just have to bend it over and, un- and bury it in the, in the winter. So you're so close to, you know. Yeah, and why is that? Because it gets so cold, right, in the winter. Yeah. Amazing. You can't let the stem freeze. Pretty incredible stuff, man. Yeah, I so think you just proved global warming is a hoax and climate change is a hoax. And it's all, it's all, tree, man. all about the fig tree, dude. Might be a little biased because of the Italian genes in me, but that's the right. fig tree will teach you a lot. <laughs> I always get the vegans with the fig tree. <laughs> what do you mean? Vegans, uh... uh figs like... are not vegan, man. Wh- what? The, the fig, the actual fruit of the fig, it can only grow if a bee goes in there and dies. Wow. Yeah, while well, it's pollinating it, it like gets stuck and dies, and then the fruit grows around the... The bee. The carcass, yeah, that's like what feeds it. Well, then when you bite into a fig, there's a dead bee in there? No, it's been turned into the, the fruit. That's so beautiful. Man, nature's so amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so much better than us. <laughs> we're, uh, we're trying to, like, pretend like we can control it and shit. Like, not it. <laughs> get out of here. Let God do his thing. That is beautiful. Oh, it's my so God. so beautiful. <laughs> a wonderful way to live your life and then contribute to the next life so that way some fat Italian can walk up to the tree and bite into the pig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good stuff, man. Yeah, so it's technically a carnivorous uh, plant. Wow. See, that's how I know veganism is a total hoax in itself. You losers. Do you see what you're missing out on? You can't even eat figs, you uh, idiot. Join the <laughs> hall of frauds with the trannies. <laughs> you're just a dude with fig tits, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's some good fig knowledge. Is it? Yeah. Mm. I, like I don't think a lot of people get down on the uh, on the fig knowledge, so you probably enlightened a few ears out there and minds. That's good stuff. Oh, man. If all you know about figs is fig newtons, man, go eat a real fig. Oh, they're outrageous. They're like off they're of a tree? Different. Oh, my oh. God. Yeah, nothing Uncle Frank's that. been bringing his from the tree. Dude, that tree in his backyard, he brought it from Italy. He brought the little stem from Italy. Uh, when he went to Italy on his honeymoon. Wow. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah. It's like 40-something years ago. Wow. Almost 50, maybe? No, yeah, almost 50. Man. Time flies when you're eating figs, Mike. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. <laughs> All right, man. Well, should we hit that break point? I guess it's been an hour. We can... Are we at an hour? Yeah. We're at the hour spot. And uh ended on the figs, you know? Yeah, that's a good spot to go at, actually. Again, I'm a little bit wowed by the fig knowledge. I buried many a figs in my time. Yeah, I used to be a landscaper in a very Italian area. (laughs) I buried many figs myself. You know, it's funny. Um, I was recently in Northern California and uh the kumquat man, he had a uh the kumquat billionaire, he had two gigantic fig bushes. And yeah. I actually told them, I'm like, you know, in Illinois, we have to bury these things. And they were like, what are you talking about? I know, it sounds so crazy. <laughs> it sounds like you got to like dig out. Like, if you've grave. never seen it done, you don't <laughs> believe it can be done. But you got to prune the plant. And then you fucking like rat. You got to get like bungee cords and strap all the branches up. <laughs> Right, and then Frank's right, dude. You dig; it looks like a fucking grave. And then the thing is, when you when you when you plant it, so the way you plant it is you you kind of bend the root one way. Yeah, and you have to remember which way you bend it when you plant it. And then every year you gotta you gotta lay it down the opposite way of the bend so that you don't break the root ball. It's just kind of now it's straight, you know. Right. That's right. And, and uh. Yeah, you dig out a grave, and then, man, once that thing gets, like, <laughs> 10 years, man, you're taking, like, a running start and jumping at that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
It is resilient. Oh it's my the, god! It's the re- most retarded thing you've ever seen. Like only Italians are dumb enough to come up with this shit. Literally, southern yeah, you, Italian. You gotta you. lay it flat, and then you you put a tarp over it, and then you cover it with uh, the dirt. And then yeah. you put leaves on top, and then another tarp. It no. From a distance, you look like a team of Italians burying a body. There's yeah, no you look like some mobsters. <laughs> oh, it's just a fig tree. Yeah. Hey. Oh, it's just oh, a fig tree. Oh, hey. officer, I swear it's a tree. Hey. <laughs> what I got there? <laughs> that red, nah, that red stuff, that's fig juice. It's fig juice. It's a tree. <laughs> <laughs>